Welcome to the Three Tomatoes Happy Hour, and we do love happy hour and the clinking of glasses and cheers to all you fabulous women who are fully living your lives at every age and every stage. And here's the best news, every hour is happy hour. So whether you clink cheers with your coffee mug or your afternoon cappuccino, remember as the song says, it's five o'clock somewhere. Join us for some grown-up fun, interesting and stimulating conversations that will motivate, inspire, or just make you laugh. And for more grown-up fun, visit our website, The Three Tomatoes, and the three is spelled out, and sign up for our newsletters. Now sit back and relax and enjoy the episode. Before we start today's episode, I want to tell you about a wonderful little art book created by women for women that packs a big punch. It's called Know You're Crazy. And let's face it, we all have our own crazy. And in this beautiful collection of Vivian Beauchera's art prints, her little mad women as she calls them, art comes to life in the most delightful and relatable way. Learn more at knowyourcrazy.net. Welcome to this episode of the Three Tomatoes Happy Hour. I'm Cheryl Benton, your host today. And if you're missing travel, this episode is for you. And I know so many of us are wondering right now uh, where we can travel, what the future of travel looks like. And joining me today to help actually answer some of those questions for us is award-winning travel writer, Leah Lane. And she has visited over 100 countries and she wrote an absolutely wonderful memoir about her travels called Places I Remember. And we especially love this book because it was published by our Three Tomatoes book publishing group. And Leah is also a blogger at Forbes.com. She's a contributor to dozens of guidebooks. And she recently launched her own podcast called Places I Remember, Leah Lane. So welcome, Leah, and welcome back because we had you on... uh, shortly after the book was first published right well 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 over a year ago it's been a while a lot has happened I hear (laughs) yeah I think so for sure so I was actually thinking as we were doing this podcast that it was actually a little over a year ago that we had planned this wonderful book event in New York City where we were going to celebrate some of our new authors and you were one of them and it was probably very early in March and it was just as the first cases were starting to come here Uh, and I distinctly remember you calling me because we were all so excited about this event and you you said something like listen I don't want to be a wuss and I really really want to come to this but my husband and my kids because you live in Florida are telling me I really should not travel to New York and I and I completely understood it and then as it turned out about a week later everything got shut down. So needless to say, we never had our book event. We're going to have to do something uh, where we can actually all get together and make make that happen. But then in the irony is in spite of really all of your, you know, your abundance of caution, which is I think what you said to me at that, at that time when you didn't come to New York, 
you actually did end up getting COVID and you actually became what we now know are one of the long haulers. So tell us what happened and how you're doing today and how you've been dealing with this. Okay, first of all, I'm doing okay. I'm really doing well today. And I do remember very clearly, I think it was late February that the event was going to be held. And it was just the very beginning of New York's problems. And, you know, my sons got on the phone together. And when they get on together, it's pretty important. And they really said, don't go. And at the time, I thought, gee, I, I don't know about that. I, I think I should. But it turned out a week later, Broadway was closed and you had to close the event. So it was the right decision. Now, I live in Miami, and uh, I had just had a big event February 16th. That was a, about a week before I was supposed to go to you. And um, there were a, maybe 100 people there. It was a book, a book uh, uh, reading that I was doing, and everybody was there, and it was fine. You know, it was Miami, and nothing at that time was, was too bad, it seemed. But um, I had a, a luncheon appointment on March 6th, I remember, and I really debated it. Uh, we weren't wearing masks at that time, and it was really, I have to go back then to realize we weren't doing anything except bumping hands, you know, we were doing that kind of thing. And I thought, okay, I, I said I would go to this. It's in Miami. I don't know that, that anything's happening down here. I'll, I'll go to it, but that'll be the last one I go to. So I went to the luncheon which was fine, except I didn't realize I would be sitting next to a man who had just come from Italy. He was Italian and he had come by in New York. And uh, I was a little nervous and I went home and sure enough, 10 days later, I started getting symptoms. So it only takes one time. It's kind of like pregnancy. Yes, yes. <laughs> and uh, so uh, I got I got through that. It, it was uh, I didn't get to the hospital or anything. It was it was a medium case, I would say, of COVID. Uh, let me just say right here, please keep wearing masks. I don't, if I don't say it again later, I want to say that you do not want to get this, whether it's a medium or a mild or whatever, you don't want it. So please, please wear masks still. But anyway, I got through that. And then unfortunately, my symptoms kept going. And at the time, there was no name for this. It was just, uh, you know, I didn't know what to do. I still had a lot of weird symptoms that people didn't describe, like, like numb limbs. And, uh, you know, my voice was hoarse, and I was tired. And it wasn't the sort of thing you heard about too much. So um, after about two months of this, I finally found a group online. And this is really what saved a lot of us with the, the long haulers. They, they actually coined the term long haulers, the group I was in. Oh, and wow. uh, sure enough, there are thousands and thousands of us with these weird symptoms, buzzing limbs and, you know, all kinds of things that we thought were so strange. We all had been to the doctor many times and they didn't know what to think because we, you know, we didn't seem to be on any normal uh, testing, uh, uh, you know, they, when they take tests, nothing showed up. But anyway, it took about six months to get through that. So it wasn't wow. too much fun. I think this was August of, uh, of 2020. And then the story isn't quite finished because, you know, I was really feeling a lot better at that point than I had been. And all of a sudden I discovered something in my breast. I discovered a lump in my breast, a little lump in my breast. I thought, oh no, I mean, this was like in the middle of the pandemic. I, I don't want to go into the doctor anymore. I've had it. Maybe I'll wait a little bit on this. And then I just spoke to myself. I said, no, you just go in there. Sure enough, it was breast cancer. But, oh, yeah. Yeah. 
Thank I God. Was, and thank goodness you went in. I went in. It was very early. I was very lucky. Uh, I didn't even have to have chemo. I just had some radiation on it. But I want to say this too. Please go in if you see, even if it's like something you don't want to do because of a pandemic or anything, just, just go, just go. It matters a lot. So I had a very busy year. I hope you did. <laughs> but you know what? First of all, I, I so thank you for sharing this. And I know you were you were also very great sharing things on Facebook about it when so many people a lot of people didn't even want to ever say they had even had COVID and never mind saying, you know, I've had breast cancer, but I think you're doing that. You've helped so many other people because you made it and talking about long haul COVID because you, you know, you brought it out so there could be a conversation and it does help other people when yeah. you, you know, when you step up. And I do help people listening because so many people put off all of their doctor's appointments in the last year and a lot of that's very understandable especially if it wasn't something that was you know like I do for an eye appointment now which I will go to but it wasn't critical but something like that or finding a lump and and just you know not going is just not right something anybody should be doing so. it was not what I wanted to have yeah. in any no. case but after having no. COVID it was like uh-uh so uh so this is why actually I started a podcast because I am someone who loves travel who loves to travel who loves to connect with travelers and I've met hundreds of interesting people all over the world so I decided as a gift to myself mainly to start uh, a travel podcast and it's called Places I Remember with Leah Lane. And I speak to passionate travelers all over the world. And I am so happy because I am doing something I love. And it's a it's a new year here. It's 2021. Now, even though there are still problems going on, I feel good because I'm doing something that I wanted well, to do. That is so great. And so I mean, I love that you took a really bad year and you turned it into you turned it into a lot of good things. And you had other good things too that happened. I know your book, for example, has gotten several wonderful awards that I know it won a first place in the Society of American Travel Writers and you're a finalist in the best travel book and other awards so that has to have been very gratifying too absolutely yeah and I love that you're doing this travel podcast and it's so perfect for now because I think there's so much pent-up demand we all want to go someplace now and even if it's vicariously but we all want to get out there so I really do want to talk to you now uh, about travel so let's start with where can we actually go now I know we can't go to Europe I don't think any place in Europe well, is going you to could go to Albania <laughs> oh, okay <laughs> and you could go to Armenia <laughs> <laughs> but you also can go actually you can go to Croatia and a few other places it's just that you have to be very careful to follow the guidelines uh, my sister just went to England yesterday to see her family but she had to do all kinds of things you have to check very carefully it's always changing and uh, maybe this isn't the best time if you don't have to it's still right now not so good over in Europe you know it's having another yeah. kind of surge yeah um but there are places, I mean, obviously, domestically, there are wonderful places all over this country. It's a great time to discover them. And also, uh, the Caribbean is open. Almost all of the Caribbean is open. Too. Yeah, they are. I've all, you know, to, to your point, though, I know that um, 
I know a lot of people have thought about, you know, going to the Caribbean, especially, and then they, even though they, some of them have even been vaccinated, vaccinated now, they're a little nervous because you still have to have a negative COVID test to come back. And they're like, oh my gosh, what if, what if, what if something right. happens and I, and it's not, and I end up having to stay someplace for another 14 days. So right. I think there's still a lot of, um, a lot of obstacles or fear, whether it's real or, un, you know, or not, that people still have around like leaving the country. Leaving right the now, country, especially. yes. And especially flying. I think, you know, I mean, I, I would think if I were flying, I would definitely keep my best mask or double mask. I'd put a shield on and I wouldn't eat anything. And that way I feel at least I did the best I could if I wanted to get somewhere. But uh, I think domestically, the place that everybody the places that everyone seems to be talking about right now are national parks yes because they offer beauty and they offer space and you can be by yourself or with your family so that is obviously a great place to visit any park near you that you can drive to would be the best and they're all over the country i think there's 74 of them or something of that number and I discovered a very interesting way if you wanted to do it, you could also take Amtrak. If you didn't want to drive, you can get a private room, which means you can, you know, have a couple of you, I don't know about four, but you could definitely do a couple there. And it's a wonderful way to do it. It goes to the Grand Canyon, it goes to Crater Lake, Glacier Park, it goes on the East Coast to Shenandoah. Oh, Park that's Harper's fascinating. Ferry. Yeah, wow, I didn't know that. I love so, that. Yeah, if you don't want to drive, you can train it check out check out again uh, I think they're extremely careful about you know cleanliness and all of that and you do get a private car with wi-fi so that's not so bad no that's a great that's a great idea besides the parks what would be um a couple of other trips in, in well, the U.S. you might suggest you know, to people I think anywhere where you can not be in crowds and, and that depends where you are but I think what I would do is just do a family trip and along the way have a road trip make a road trip out of it wherever wherever you're going you know there's stops along the way you can find that you probably wouldn't stop at and this is a wonderful time to discover this country and so uh, I would just generalize and say a road trip and um I mean yeah, I, you, go you know I agree you know when we were kids growing up I mean road trips we did road trips, you know, families right. would get in the car and you would drive someplace or go on vacation and stuff. And then that pretty much has gone away because everyone wants to hop on an airplane to go someplace. Right. But you're right. What a, what a great way to see the country, pack everybody up. Plus you could probably do it pretty inexpensively. Too, you can also go camping. Travel. Yeah. You could camp in an RV. A lot of people are trying RVs because recreational vehicles, you know, you have your kitchen in there and a shower and a bath, a bathroom very often. So uh, that's another way to do it. Uh, you know, ranches, uh, this kind of thing. I would also consider going to one place and just renting a house, a place you would love to sort of investigate. Maybe you haven't been before and just stay there and, and get to know it. Yeah. And I would say too, at this point, a lot of the high end uh, spas, you know, the Canyon ranches and whatnot, they have, they have really done a wonderful job, you know, making things very, very safe for people to come and stay. And that's a another i think another really great thing to consider and especially a great way to feel rejuvenated and so absolutely many, so many it's of a us great need, way need that right now no it's, that's a perfect <laughs> thing to do yeah absolutely. so I, I, that would be another one so i know you're you know you're you're talking to travel experts all the time 
What do you think the future of travel looks like at this point? I know that's a big question. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I have spoken to a lot of people and they have a lot of different answers. I think it's a little early to tell, but I do feel there's a tremendous pent up desire to travel. And even people who never traveled much, they feel, oh, I got to get out and do something. So I think in 2022 and 2023, uh, there's going to be a lot of traveling and I think cruisers, well, I think from what I'm reading, uh, a lot of the cruises are sold out in 2022 and 2023 I already. Oh, isn't that incredible? <laughs> yeah, Cruise, cruises are going to cruise. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I mean, other people I know who don't cruise would not do it at all, but cruisers are going to cruise. So uh, that's going to be a very popular thing once it starts up again. The, uh, the inveterate cruisers will get on there. I think everybody's going to be more aware of cleanliness. I think the hotels are going to have a much, much better way of cleaning. I think they do already. They've had to. Uh, so we can be more sure when we go in that, that it'll be clean. I think private travel is going to be popular over tours for a while. That's my own opinion. Uh, people will do independent travel more, obviously in pods or family or even solo. And I think domestic travel is going to still be popular for the next year or so until people get more comfortable flying, because no matter what anybody says, when you get in that plane, you do lose some control. (laughs) And this is a new way of losing control. So uh, exactly. Some people are going to do it and some people are going to be a little less, uh, you know, they'll be more hesitant. So and what are you hearing about airfares? Because I've been hearing that they're going to go jumping up yes deeply very soon i would think i if you're planning to go somewhere this summer or the fall i would get the fare now i do think they're going to go up but we don't know again it's so unknown what's going to happen because exactly depends but i think it's safer to get your fare in right now to to pay now and um what i'm going to do what i'm planning in september is my first trip in uh in over well be a year and a half is to go and rent a house in upstate in upstate New York near my family and uh, discover just what I said discover an area that's very beautiful near the Adirondacks and just stay there and enjoy it and not worry about going flying oh well actually I'm wrong I am going to be flying I'm going to be flying from Miami upstate I will yeah, yeah. we're ready for that yeah but not overseas Right. Well, that's it. That sounds like a perfect trip and a perfect get together. Uh, I know we're planning actually in May to actually fly to Florida to visit some very good friends and we'll be staying with their house, but at their home. But we uh, we feel we feel very comfortable with that at this point. So uh, and I think the thing, too, is everyone everyone has such a different comfort level and, and also different health circumstances as well. So you know, people have to do things at their own pace and when they feel comfortable. And I know that, you know, it's going to be the same thing with travel returning. It's going to be the same thing with Broadway returning, you know, as much as when they can safely reopen, but as much it's consumer confidence in how we're going to feel, you know, hopping on that airplane to go someplace or sitting next to somebody in a, in a, in a crowded theater. But I do think um, as, you know, more of us get vaccinated and, and, you know, numbers start really going down that people are going to start feeling, I think by fall, that we'll be 
and I hope and pray will be there. Well, hopefully if everybody twice. wears a mask and everybody yes. tries to cooperate a bit, I yes. think that will happen. Yeah. But I think I've always said with travel, you've got to be comfortable. You know, what I can do is not what someone else can do. And I don't think it's fun if you're not comfortable. Exactly. So do what makes you comfortable. If, if there's any guideline I would give is do whatever makes you comfortable, even if it's just going to a park and staying home and, you know, spending your weekends, you know, walking around the neighborhood, whatever it may be to get out a little bit. And uh, we're eating out in restaurants outside now, and it feels like we're going to France. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's, it's, so, it's so nice. We all have such a different perspective now, I think, on, on, too, on, on the little small things that make us so happy, like just getting able to go outside to a restaurant. In fact, I'm so excited right now because in two weeks, there's a group of my friends who are actually getting together for lunch outside in New York City and we haven't seen each other in you know in over a year and we're all like little kids I wow. mean that was something that we normally would have just taken for granted you know it's like of course I'm going to have lunch with my friends this week but now it's something that um that's so special and I know well, well I know you know many people way. many people are have been well, down here in Miami, you know, there the spring break was pretty, pretty uh, terrible, actually. Yes, but people, yeah. a lot of people have been living as if there has been no problem. The younger people, many of them. And, uh, you know, they, they don't quite understand why some of us have been more uh, careful. But again, it's a comfort level to some degree, besides being uh, aware of others and so forth. And um, I think what we have to look forward to is a wonderful couple of years where we'll discover the world again and we'll appreciate it perhaps a little bit more and and be more aware of other people as well and where I think do you it may want to go up. yeah I love that so <laughs> when you when you when you do feel comfortable traveling outside the country again have you thought about where you want to go I did think well we've been to Paris a couple of times in December over the Christmas holidays and it's especially beautiful and there are concerts in the churches and there's, you know, the wonderful little stalls with chestnuts and all that kind of thing. And it's very romantic and lovely and it's a long shot. I don't think we're going to go, <laughs> but I would love to dream and think we would go. And I think that would be a lovely place to start and uh, maybe it'll happen. Maybe Absolutely. by December, maybe by December, but that would be my, my hope. And oh, that's what I think about. Well, that sounds wonderful. So Leah, you're just, you're, you're such an inspiration to everyone, really. I mean, first of all, just everything, you're such an adventurous, uh, upbeat person by nature anyway, and, and how, you know, all the travels you've done and discovering and opening yourself up to new adventures, which is so wonderful. And, and I'm sure that spirit is what really got you through a very difficult year and you've done it with such grace and positivity and here you are learning something new like podcasting and it's fun just, i'm enjoying it i love connecting you know i've met so many people in my life i, I i'm not young i'm seasoned and uh it's now i get to, you know it's the, as you know it's a wonderful chance to connect with people so it's fun well, and I hope we give information as well. Well, that is so great. And I can't wait to listen into more of your podcast. And, and thank you so much for doing this today. It's been a delight. And I want to just remind everyone they can go to your website, places I remember, leahlane.com. You can find her book there. You can find her podcast, although you can listen to the podcast 
like ours, wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you're missing travel, that's a great one to listen to because <laughs> you'll get to travel vicariously, but you'll also get a lot of information that's going to be really terrific for when you are ready to hop on that plane and go someplace fun and adventurous. So here's to you, Leah. Here's to many, many wonderful travels in your future. And thank you for being my guest today. Thank you so much. Thank you.